get some sense into everybody. Yeah. Our pastor this morning at North Lake in Laga Vista, he was online. And his message was, we will wait upon the Lord. Mm. And I know we're in church and we're singing worship songs, but all that came to my head was the Mumford Sons song, I Will Wait. Mm. So I looked up the lyrics, Bailey. It it's completely a applies it, yeah. to what we're going through right now. Mm, like, look it up. It really is. Are it's, Mumford and Sons like well, Christians? Well, they're Irish. They came from Irish. Uh, actually, pa- their parents were pastors. And so they say we are fans of faith, but not religion. Hmm. So I would definitely say in this song, I mean, he talks about kneeling and raising their hands. That's um, kind of what I've been talking about, or what we kind of talked about earlier, was just how putting all your hope in the day of the Lord is the, what the whole Bible is saying mm-hmm. to do. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, we, not everything, nothing, we're not going to be okay until Jesus returns. Like, and on that day is when everything gets flipped on its head. All principalities, all powers, all leadership positions in America, all around the world. He's literally, Jesus is literally, what the Bible is saying is Jesus is literally going to reestablish his government here on earth. Reestablish his reign, reposition people like the people that are the lowest like he is going to position over cities like physical cities real cities he's going to be putting people over them to to rule them um and it's going to be the people that nobody thinks right like you know <laughs> like the davids yeah and the moseses that'd be cool to see in modern way of living these real people coming into into real life in real light so how's this like really been i know tara you're naturally a little worried about jacks <laughs> so like how how's uh how has it that been holding up for you guys have y'all just kind of like felt god a lot during this i think so absolutely and i mean naively it has been spring break yeah and my employer and everybody just keeps saying, enjoy your spring break. Like, live in the moment. Mm. Take this time to rest and be with your family. That's what we were pretty much going to do anyway. Right. So, in a big way, nothing super has changed. I was supposed mm. to be at home resting and taking care of, you know, my house and my family. Because you're a teacher. Right. Um, tomorrow, I will start my new Zoom Mm. Uh, yeah. with my colleagues and we are going to start planning what that online learning looks like for our students. I did mm. spend last week setting up Vizzle, which is what our district has bought for our students to um, support it? their learning. Is this Leander ISD? Uh-huh. Okay. And so um, I loaded up about oh, over a hundred um, lessons per student last week. So that, you know, I mean, I, I did work on that. Um, and so then I will email them all there, you know, so they can get online. Yeah. And then I hope to, because we have a class dojo. It's like a class social media private forum. Yeah. And um, I'll try to send something out every day. 
I want to send like me and Jack's cooking in the kitchen because I don't want the parents to get overwhelmed thinking I've got to be teaching my kids, you know, how to ask questions and mm. I need to be, you know, um, p- plugging them in. What is who, what, where mean? Because that's what we're teaching at this age, you know, reading a story and then who, <laughs> who is the one who stole the pig? You know, what <laughs> did they want? You know, those kind of things. Yeah. Like, don't worry about teaching your kids like that because I'm getting text text from my friends about they're freaking out about being homeschool moms. I wasn't made to be a homeschool mom. Mm. And so our district is really just wanting us to start building them up and inspiring them and posting videos about our families and what we're doing to, you know, to get through this time. Making dinner, cleaning the house, doing a project, writing a book together, journaling, whatever it is. And show silly things and then have them also video or send pictures of what they're doing to me so then I can repost that on Dojo because for students, for kids, that's going to be the huge thing that I think we're going to see ripple effects from Mm. is peers not being able to gather with their peers. Mm. You guys are older. You can drive around and kind of see each other. But elementary kids, they cannot. Middle yeah. school kids, they cannot. They are completely separated from their friends. So this is what Jackson and I were thinking of when we were working out the other day. And there's, I mean, it's hard. I think it's a cool concept. But th- uh, making like a daycare for like kids during like a COVID-19 like daycare. Because the kids, they're not that susceptible to getting infected. Much like the older people are. And the older people have to stay quarantined. And those kids are lacking that community that is um, essential for them, but you know, with with how yeah. infected stuff is, and in the next couple of days, if we totally get locked up in our house, that could not be an option. But I thought it was a cool idea. Yeah. My one of my past parents, she set her son up. He's now in kindergarten, but I had him for two years, and she set him up with <coughs> there's now I guess a children's safe Facebook hmm. page that you can set up. Oh, so they can, like, talk to each other. Kind of. I mean, he's in kindergarten, so it's not like he can write, but it's like he can send me stickers and pictures. So we did that. I sent, like, a dog farting a heart, and he sent (laughs) me a monster throwing up hearts, you know. (laughs) That's the way we tell each other we love each other. And it was so cute, and he sent me a picture of himself, you know, where you put all the stuff on your face. And I sent him an old picture of himself that I had taken in class his first year, and it was just so good to connect. You know, you know that his mom set that up because he needs those connections yeah. right now. We're kind of in the same boat with that because, like, I'm a youth leader at our church. Uh-huh. And so that's – I'm both a youth leader and Kingdom Kids volunteer. And so that's, uh-huh. like, kindergartens and then it's middle school kids. And what we're thinking about doing is setting up a church-wide Minecraft server. That's a good idea. So that everybody can That's get genius. on the mm-hmm. Minecraft yep. server together and like spend time. That's great. Also, like people are doing the Zoom conferencing Zoom and stuff, but too, we're yeah. just brainstorming to see like wh- how mm-hmm. can we? Because that's the biggest thing. Like, kids need to play, you know, and do mm-hmm. fun things. Yeah, and absolutely. They get caught up in like I went and picked up one of the one of the middle school kids um, the other day. His name's Chris, and. Um, he, his mom texted me afterwards and he was, she was like that, you don't know how much that meant to him oh just good. coming and picking him up. And I've been really trying to do more of that because I remember how important that was to me when I was in 
middle school and high school, the older guys or the young life leaders yeah. taking us around or going and getting burrito with them or whatever. It was just even little things so enriching. And so yeah. I don't know. I think I let me let me ask y'all this. If do you th- what have y'all seen as far as like what this is revealing in y'all's own hearts about like what you're putting your values in and like for me it's revealing like how can or the question i'm asking is like how can we love people more in times like this and like really show people that they're cared for and thought about and prayed for and like how do we come deeper together as like a community and church body in Mm -hmm. times like this um yes to all that how can we do that my friend jasmine and i we are going to meet tomorrow. I'll probably drive. She'll probably sit in the back seat so we have some social distancing. <laughs> but we plan to drive through Laga Vista and pray oh, for the wow. entire community. That's Windows a great rolled idea. down, praying out loud, honking Jesus loves you. Um, we just plan to just pour all over Laga Vista tomorrow. Yeah. Fantastic. And even in little situations, especially when going in public places, like even we just went to H-E-B, like there are plenty of opportunities to show people that like mm. you you care and that you're living the life that Jesus, you know, wants you to live. Right. And even when doing that in times like this, it shows them that that perseveres through whatever yeah. is going on, even if it gets worse than this, if it gets easier, like that's just what you do that's what we do that's what we're made to do and And i've always said the simplest thing you can do is just look at somebody in the eyes and smile at them yeah and scott and i we went driving around yesterday and we were just (laughs) waving and smiling at people and people are like what yeah (laughs) they wouldn't wave back i think out of 10 people one wave back and a nine-year-old flipped us off (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> a yeah. nine-year-old yeah in our neighborhood so we're like oh my Scott, god like okay we this is good we need Th- to be yeah, praying for good. these people or people we need to be smiling and waving more you mm. know people yeah. are forgetting that we are here for each other mm. not for technology and screens and, and getting lost super analytical and aware of the people around you and the situation around you at a big scale with covoid and just little things around you going to the grocery store going out um just trying to make those connections and pray and Mm. try to bring the most light to those people yeah i heard uh this recently i was like uh from stephen furtick i think and it was it's not if we're going to make it out of this because we are going to make it out but it's what does god want to do through it right like not what not that getting out of it wouldn't be a miracle, but what are the miracles he's doing right now? Mm-hmm. And I think this is God showing his heart to the world and us like stepping back and saying, whoa, are we actually putting our values in the right place? This is given an opportunity for like kids to come closer to their parents. This is given an opportunity right. for us to love our families more. And like I was thinking about it today, we were talking about this is, Antioch specifically and I know there's other churches like this but primarily college students and most of those kids are going home Mm -hmm. and they're super on fire for Jesus super (laughs) on fire right and so they just go and get planted in this little this back in their home where many of their families aren't on fire for God Mm -hmm. they're not focused on that 
and now they're just this That's little generator of yeah. light awesome. from yeah. you know the lord it's a huge opportunity and with all of this going on it, it kind of i think is connecting generations older people and mm. younger mm. people because older people are really at stake um and they are a precious commodity right now mm. yeah for real and with and now they're not going they're they're not able to go into their work face to face with their colleagues like mm. they've grown up doing in all of their work field now they have to do digital things they have to connect through mm. different media platforms and websites and whatever they're doing to keep their work um, alive and going and so I think this is a good opportunity for younger people to help them with that mm. and also the older people to help the younger people just connect on that more personal yeah. level like staying with each other and not going off and so I have a question for both of y'all like how do you think we could like I, I guess how have y'all come together closer as a family personally and how can we families like be intentional about these times that we have with our family that's a good question i think you need to center the content around your family and jesus and have what does that look like your family growing stronger with jesus well since mm. we can't go to church waking up watching live streams um, the Chosen, which is something that we're going to start doing, and I think that'll oh, really cool. help us a lot. Uh, Rick is very excited about it. Yeah. Really? He will want you to watch it. Yeah. Oh, yes. Watch The Chosen. It's actually really good. It's um, it's all crowdfunded. Uh, they raised $11 million for season one, and they're doing it for season two. For eight uh, episodes? I think it was eight. Um, they're high quality, and they're very good, and it's about Jesus' walk. and It's kind of like fictional it, history. Mm-hmm. So it it takes stuff from the Bible, um, factual, historical the stuff, the events, but it gives the events through perceptions of other characters. Yeah. Um, so it's it kind of like a modernized, like in the sense of dialogue and language. Yes. Yes. Um, and they they clearly show and express that they're not making that content they're putting jesus as a priority over right. the film part of it but they do put importance on the film part of it because you see all of this stuff that leads up with these characters that makes what jesus did so much more mm. real and impactful to the people that he was around and mm. how it can affect us and today. make the characters relatable because yeah. now there's a story behind mm. yes. the disciples yes and so now you empathize you mm. feel with them you're like that's me that yeah. could be me so do you think sometimes because the Bible is in written form that we like kind of lose some of the context in which or the tone in yeah. which things are said? Because like Jesus would say things that were funny or he would say things yeah. right. that were more yeah. serious. Yeah. Right. And especially for people who I think don't read as much and you can't bring that imagery into light and connect in that way and aren't as I think creative. Um, I think I think it is a little bit more difficult. That's probably true because that's right. Because when Rick tell me about this, and I'm like, I, I have all those stories in my head. What are you talking about? Yeah. Like when I read the Bible, it is a big, huge storybook right, trilogy. Right, right. You know, like oh, oh my it's gosh. the greatest story of all time. Right. But yeah. he's very mathematically engineering minded, black and white. His brain doesn't go off. His his vision is not seeing red and a person and a mountain and a. He's just reading facts, so they're not real to him. 
So seeing the chosen has Uh, absolutely changed his life. Then going back and reading the Bible and comparing it a little bit. So Jackson, yeah, you made a good point. It's definitely so special to people who don't have that visual, that creative Mm -hmm. talent or whatever built in. I I haven't watched it yet, but I've heard really good things. I'm curious to like dive or dive into it a little bit but one thing i've learned recently because i've told jacks about this a little bit but i don't think i've talked to you about it, tara but i've been in this bible study with this guy named josh hawkins and he invites us over to his house and we really sit down and it's a five semester bible study five semester five semester yeah it's like theology school mm-hmm. literally like we break <laughs> we just got out of genesis in a oh, semester, wow. right? Uh-huh. And what he shows us is that worldview and then specifically the Old Testament is so essential to understanding the full story and picture Amen. of what Jesus is doing. Amen. Yeah. And one thing we've been learning is like it's a unified story of Jesus, Jesus's and God's promise promised plan to restore all of humanity and creation and so he doesn't want to forget about us he doesn't want to forget about the earth or what he's made he we we have bodies for a reason we have mouths and ears and nose we experience things and tastes for Mm -hmm. a reason those are good things Mm -hmm. and all that the age to come is is an amplified glorified version of that here on earth with his rule and when you see it in that perspective it becomes a lot more exciting to tell people about because it's like did you know that potentially we can explore all of the galaxies forever learning more about god's nature through his creation that he intended to make and he intends and will restore once again creative people I can hear you say that and be excited. Mm. But for people who don't live in that lane, they go, oy vey, <laughs> when you start talking like yeah. that. But it takes all kinds to make the world go round. Yeah. You know? Okay. But yeah, I see you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's one way through content and things that also reading the Bible, worshiping, um, and just having good conversations with your family, I think are great ways to yep. grow. Because you can't grow Mm -hmm. anything without essential nutrients and i think jesus and the word and whatever content is made through that is the nutrients that will help families grow a marriage grow relationship with any anything you have to have that so um you asked us you know what were we doing like specifically yeah and jack's mentioned that you know we got up and we worshiped and when we put northlake on and denny he said, we're going to need you to get prepared. We're going to do this today, and yeah. we're going to take communion. So Scott went and got three little glasses and put grape juice wow. in it and broke a little cracker up for us, and we all took communion yeah. communion together, and it was so it was precious. Nice. It was yeah. so very sweet hmm. to do yes. that. Communion is so important, and I didn't even realize that until recently. I heard a sermon by uh, Francis Chan. He recently moved his whole family to Hong Kong, be full-time missionary this guy world famous pastor like had mega churches he left all of that just to be a full-time missionary because when he was over in africa or or asia one of the one of these uh country third world countries he saw like this baby boy 
die from starvation mm-hmm. in his mother's arms. Oh my. And the, he heard the mother scream, and he mm-hmm. it, he's like, and then he got to tell. He actually went with Jimmy Seiberg, a uh, the founder of the Antioch movement in Waco, and he got to tell people about God, the idea of God and Jesus for the first time they've ever heard wow. that. They had never even thought about the concept of there being a God. And he got to introduce that to them and tell them about it. And he was like, awesome. the sweetness of that, he, he went back with his wife on the plane and he was like, what, what do we do now? How do we go back to normal society and just do what we've been doing? What how is can Francis Chan. Yeah. Because Mission of Hope, if you hear how they got started, it is almost the exact same story when they went to Haiti. Mm. They saw a mother um, with a sick baby girl, her little girl, and she was starving to death. Mm. And it was after, you know, Haiti had been ravaged uh, by the storms. And what happened there, if you, because people now are talking about medically what happened there and the devastation that they saw and... Mm-hmm. That was 10 years ago, and it, it brings up the emotions of these scientists and doctors who the journalists are now interviewing because a lot of the world, what they're going through, kind of looks a lot like what Haiti went through. Mm. Um, and they saw the Mission of Hope founders, you know, after watching this mommy scream yeah. in agony that she just lost her daughter. And they're like, what, what can we do? We are meant for more than this. Right. We're meant for more than just getting through. Yes. So Mission of Hope for Haiti. They started in Haiti, but now they're going to the Dominican Republic. They have like 15 other um, support systems for women, men, all kinds of things that they're doing. Mm. And they're only, I think, well, I guess like 10 years old. And they have just blown up. Mm. You know what's, I was just, I don't know why this like even popped in my head, but I, I always, I'm kind of like, you know, I'm a sentimental person. And so, uh. I'm kind of just tearing up after hearing that. I don't know why. And just thinking about, like, you two are, like, my family. Absolutely. Like, I'm, like, crying right now. Um, yeah. Because I, I talk about, you know, like, Jax all the time to people. Like, they'll be like, yeah, I've known this person since, like, high school. Like, isn't that crazy cool? I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, but I've known someone since they were born. You knew him in my belly. It's so crazy. <laughs> I was holding you and feeding you and bathing you when I had him in my belly. <laughs> That's wild. Mm-hmm. And so it was before the hospital. It was before he was born. Yeah, because you're 10 months older. Right. And the first time I met you was at Jossie's wedding, and she got married in, I think, June. And so you were born in June. Mm, yes. So, yeah, like it was the end of June. Like you were just... And I had bought you this little black <laughs> and yellow striped little baby onesie. And when Hope brought you to the I'm wedding, you were in this little, you look like a fat <laughs> bumblebee. It was so cute. <laughs> Every baby. time I Chubby. think of Bailey, I just see this little <laughs> fat bumblebee. I was a, a big baby, right? You were so cute. Yes. You're big, just a chubby big baby. wad of mushy goo. <laughs> <laughs> Good size. I remember, do you remember those the the pictures of me sitting next to Jack on the couch? When he was, yeah. Yes, <laughs> it's like way bigger. <laughs> yeah, I was way bigger. And you're only yeah. ten months older. You're a freaking brute too. Yes. You're a force to be reckoned. And just like a stoic, no affect face. Right. 
you would just walk up to Sophie and bam, you would just <laughs> annihilate her. You're like, <gasps> what do you Sophie? mean? Oh, your mom had come in with groceries and she had sat Sophie down at the front door in her infant car carrier seat. And she was putting the groceries either in the kitchen. I think she took a bag to the bathroom. And she heard Sophie blood curdling, screaming like somebody had just killed her. And she walked in there and you had taken a plastic baseball oh, bat. I remember that. And you were I standing with, with it like <laughs> over your head like, hey, I didn't do anything. What? Uh, you know, uh, in, in my defense... <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen, listen. You have one? Yes, I do. <laughs> okay. In my defense, I didn't really know what I was doing. Like, <laughs> like it wasn't, I can, because I can remember that. No, I it's think crazy. that's why you did it. I think it was cause and effect. I think you wanted to see yes. what would happen yes. after you did that. Well, yes. You're I was a just, scientist I was at heart. Curious. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I was just curious. We'll say that. Well, that's the thing. I was like, I didn't, I, I wanted to understand the world around me. And so that's true because yeah. you would take things apart. You were constantly taking things apart. Mm. Yeah. And, and trying and trying to make something <laughs> different out of them yeah. or yeah. Showing Jax how to catch the carpet on fire. I vividly oh, yes. remember that. I don't think you ever like caught us for that. I think we just like got away with it. I just remember <laughs> your mom calling me and crying, not crying, but hysterical oh that God. you were missing. missing. <laughs> and so we are going in our backyards. We're going everywhere, out the front yards. We're, it, we're like two seconds away from calling the police. And I'm like, I've looked everywhere. I'm talking to her on the phone. And we're quiet because we're thinking on the phone. And then you hear these mm. little giggles. <laughs> and I'm like, wait a minute. I hear them somewhere. And I start tiptoeing around the house. And I go into Jackson's room. And I hear a little giggle. <laughs> and then y'all really started giggling just like that. And I look under, and y'all are hiding under his baby bed. And Jax had never gotten out of his baby bed ever before by himself because Bailey crawled over the fence in the backyard, came through my back door, crawled into Jax's baby bed, and taught my son how to crawl out of the baby bed. And, and just getting over the fence was a pretty big feat <laughs> yes. because he had to launch himself. It's not like Bailey was super tall. Like, he yeah. just had muscles abounding and a how, head. So how, how old do you think I was then? I had mean, to be if like, Jax I'm, was in his was, baby bed, you were probably like, like 18 months old, two, maybe two. I think he was two. I was about half. Year. Have y'all ever heard of that before? No. Like an um, 18 month old baby climbing a seven foot protection fence. Like that's a seven <laughs> foot fence. Oh. I just, I re- and I remember doing it. You which do? Is, I remember doing well, it. Well, we've talked about the story a lot, so that helps you remember yeah, things. Yeah. And that's, you know, I, I think that's like a big part of memory is like you reconstruct it yeah, once is. you've heard mm-hmm. it a lot. But I've remembered it from the beginning. Like I've, I can remember. Cause I could ride my bike with, at, with no training wheels at three. Remember that that little red bike that I had? Mm-hmm. There's video evidence of that. And then um, I remember unscrewing all the bottom hinges out of the house. That's what I remember. When I say you used to take things apart, that's what I'm thinking in my head is mm. when you took all the hinges off the doors. I've never really heard the story described the way you just described it though. About you coming over the fence. Yeah. Oh my gosh, we were so scared. 
And then I just hear the giggling. Oh, y'all are so cute. <laughs> y'all would get so mad at each other, too. Do you remember <laughs> when you used to go hide under my parents' deck next door? Oh, yeah. Because I, I was sad, right? Oh, you'd be and you found sad me. or mad. I remember that. If you didn't get your way. If y'all were playing Toy Story and you didn't get to be Buzz or something, you, you didn't get your way, you had to go pout. And But you scared me that time. Once I knew that you would go hide oh. under there, I knew to go look the next time. Mm. But it was a long back, time. Like, I was freaking out. Back by the creek, right? Yeah, there, they had that back, deck. By yeah. back by, I mean, there's bugs and spiders and snakes. There's no telling. And even when I found you, I'm literally looking at you saying, Bailey, come out. And I mean, it was a glass stare. <laughs> I do not see you. You do not see me. I am not moving. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, he's scaring me. So he's like Drax. He's like, I stand yeah. here. Perfectly. You cannot see <laughs> me. I am camouflaged. <laughs> That's true. Oh, yeah. You were a nut. Yeah, I, I actually do remember going back there. You do? I remember he took me back to the secret lair. That's what y'all yeah. called it? <laughs> Underneath like the deck? Yeah. Something like that, yeah. And, and then cute. there was one at, uh, at the Blockhouse Creek Park behind the baseball field. There's that big deck. And I remember we'd go up there and crawl and pretend we were in a <laughs> really? cave. And oh, my yeah. gosh. Oh, I yeah. can't even imagine the bugs and spiders and yeah. snakes that I you were missing. Yeah, I, I, I was telling Jax this the other day. But I, I just remember whenever uh, you guys were moving to, uh, mm, yeah. to uh, Blockhouse and from North Creek. And the moving truck was in y'all's driveway. Oh, yeah. I wow. knew what moving truck meant. Wow. But all Jack saw was a ramp. <laughs> and so he was playing on the ramp. And I'm like, sad. I'm like, he's like, leaving. Go on, go on, go on. And then he was like, just playing. He's like, this is fun. And I'm like trying to have a deep conversation. <laughs> Do you realize what this means? At like five years old or something like that. <laughs> he's like, it's a ramp. <laughs> That's so sad. Jack's the good time guy. <laughs> the glasses are always overflowing. Yeah, pouring out. Mm-hmm. But a, as a uh, combination, we're a force to be reckoned you with. You are absolutely. You balance each other, and that's like the crazy. We're made that way. That's the craziest thing, and why I even bring it up is like, how much of a blessing is that? And just a mm -hmm. crazy, like divine scenario with God. You know, yeah. almost twenty-two years. I agree. Of like, you know, I mean, we're gonna look back at this at forty and then sixty and be like, so so I, unbelievably it's wild. I particularly look at it as a blessing, Bailey, because Jax is our miracle baby. We didn't get mm, to have right. any more because God said he's enough. He's perfect. He's all mm. you need. But I always had that fear of Jax. Mm having brokenness because he didn't get to grow up with siblings and sharing parents and all the amazing gifts that having siblings does for a human being to mm. develop character and the, the many different faces of the Lord. You learn that through having siblings. But I think because he has you, he has a lot of that. Yeah. And I don't believe that God would give me a miracle, a gift mm. for there to be a whole inside of him mm. you know yeah. yeah god has filled that hole with you and with chandler and and other yeah. friends and yeah. people in his life that are and, like family. and i think yeah. because of that i was a, a lot 
or I was able to make other friends a lot easier and more authentically and friends that you know because I, you were an only child or because you had Bailey and well Chandler. no because I had some, someone like Bailey at a young age who I learned those skills not exactly aware and knowing but mm -hmm. I feel it gave me a subconscious confidence to go out there and make new friends and get along mm. with other people better and it's so important I always made sure when you know any of the kids were around but especially you because you were more like a sibling ish mm -hmm. that I was making it hard on Jax and you know I wasn't I wasn't going to choose you I was going to be fair and you had to see what it felt like not to get your way because I'm your mom like right. mm. you had to see what it felt like when somebody else got the last chocolate chip cookie or whatever it was. Yeah. Bailey didn't really like sweets, but the, <laughs> yeah. the last Capri Sun or whatever he I, he might be, the last carrot or whatever he was into, you know? And mm. um, because I, I wanted you to feel what that felt like. Mm. Yeah. Because I think That's everybody thinks that, well, and I do, you are my son and I see you in this amazing light. Yeah. But I think I also was hard on you. Your kindergarten teacher told me I needed to leave, that I could not come up there and discipline you when you were mm. <laughs> not making a good choice. Because yeah. one time I came up there and I pulled him in the bathroom and I spanked him. And she said, you will not do that again. I will deal with his behavior at school. I mean, he, I that. he didn't really have behavior, but. That's because I called and I said, uh, I, I was, I always touched girls' butts. When I was <laughs> Like the teachers, right? Teachers, and yeah. <laughs> I remember, like, one time, <laughs> one time. I I remember that picture of, like, this, like, big old lady. And you're like <laughs> That's the story of us in the mall. In the mall. And then I remember, like, the breaking point for me when I was like, okay, this is unacceptable. Is with Graham. Graham was bending over getting something out of the oven. And I was like, bop. <laughs> and smack. And she was like, no. Like, Graham yelled at me. And that was one of the times that. <laughs> Yelled at me, and I was like, "Oh man!" Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if a behind was bending over, Jax was going to slap it. He thought they were the greatest things in the whole world. When we would walk by, what's that store in Mall Spencer's? Oh, yeah. And they would have oh. like gift bags with the girls in the little string things, you know, like doing this, showing their bottoms. I mean, he'd be like, "Mom, mom, mom!" It's like, "Stop!" <laughs> what did you do? Yeah, Victoria's Secret. Yeah. Walk in the mall, you're like putting keep your hand walking. In yeah, you have to hide his eyes. But the best story is when he was three and he's walking right in front of Scott and I at Lake Line Mall. And he's do, 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 walking, walking. All of a sudden, he just takes off running. And we look up and bless her heart. There was probably a 400 pound lady walking in front of us. And her shorts were riding up her crotch. And every step she took, they were just going further and further up. <laughs> And Jax was headed towards the target. And he got up to her behind and he ran his hand in between her legs and got his hand in between her crotch and like did this like shake thing. <laughs> and then ran the other way. And when she turned around, all she saw was me and Scott. And I was like, I swear to God, that was not us. I am so sorry. I don't know who that little gremlin belongs to. My son has a fascination with Heinies. I am so sorry. That was great. 
Did, it, it, she didn't have any repercussions. She was just like, she was in shock. Ever, <laughs> like, continuing on with my day. What was she gonna do? There was nothing anyone could do but ask forgiveness and she, keep moving. She wasn't catching me. <laughs> no, you were gone. <laughs> running. Well, you know, you were curious. That was fascinating. You had never seen anything like that before, and you just wanted to get a piece of it. So. Oh, my God. Oh. Two different types of curiousness. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess you're, we were both created curious, you know? Yes, we were. Yeah, I, I do remember Jax as a pretty wild kid. You do? Yeah, I, I just remember, like... We were the duo, man. Like, unstoppable. <laughs> and the games we came up with, we came up with like movie plots. You did. We oh, they like, were amazing stories. Yeah, when we hung out, it wasn't just like, all right, you know, let's just hang out and play around a little bit, like with our Lego sets, with like acting and going and making tree houses and getting in nature and stuff, and even getting in the pool. I remember, I don't know why, but a lot of the memories I have are at your house near Fabian. Mm. I think that's right when, like, my... That was later elementary school. Yeah. Yeah. When my memories started, or at least what I remember the most now. Yeah, you were in third grade. I remember the bike accident, the multiple bike accidents. (laughs) That was the thing. Jax could never learn the bike <laughs> i remember we were at Still bl- we, oh, the, the the issue was the the problem was i remember the first time we were teaching him it was me you it was like basically my dad and scott teaching you how mm-hmm. to ride a bike yeah. and, but we were all there but we were at blockhouse creek park right in front of the baseball fields where that's a gravel path i don't know why we chose gravel because it's hard to ride a bike on, but I thought, Close I guess attraction. they, they thought that it would just be like a softer landing than like Asphalt. pavement, yeah. but you got on that bike and you started going and going and then all of a sudden you just slips Wide. out from under you. <laughs> that one and then the one at the, in Fabian when I, you had your dark blue kind of BMX-ish mm. bike and I used Shelby's lighter blue one. And I I think the chain may have slipped out, but it slipped out from under me, and I took a layer of skin off my yeah. back. Oh, I remember. That scarred me for a minute. But yeah, every uh, you know, uh, Shelby ran me when over. we were a little bit younger. <laughs> Shelby ran you over. Yeah. <laughs> every um thing that we did was this like ongoing storyline, mm-hmm. and we didn't know what improv was. We were basically improving. Yeah these storylines and then we would take every because we every superhero movie we'd go together like mm-hmm. every movie and you you would be there too th- i mean you're our parents yeah. so y'all had to go with Someone us at the time we'd go to like chick-fil-a and then we would go you would act it out we, yeah, yeah we would yeah. act out the movies <laughs> mm-hmm. and then it would be added to our overall world mm-hmm. that we had so every time we saw like a movie superhero whatever uh, king kong dinosaurs uh Jurassic Park, yep. it was added to this worldview that we had of yeah. our like ultimate superhero world that everywhere we went, we were Jackson Bailey, but we're also Turner and Tanner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Loki, very organized in the way that we orchestrated these adventures and stories. And, and y'all had to work through 
a few hurdles to get like a simpatico sort of yeah. narrative and play relationship going because yeah. you're both leaders. Mm. Yeah. And so that alpha, y'all would fight for dominance yeah, over the storyline. Yeah, 100%. And y'all would get so mad at each other. <laughs> Sometimes. Oh, it, my gosh. I mean, it's like two directors. Like, it's just like, a story. Yeah. <laughs> like, you do you, and then you do you. Like, take turns. It wasn't, yeah. though. Because I remember... <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't just a story. Because yeah. I remember, like, sometimes we'd be doing dialogue of it. All right, I'm going to do this, then you say this. Oh, yes. And then we, I can we literally, hear it like it was yesterday. We'd literally, like, do a take. Yes. And then if it didn't work out, we'd be like, oh, we're not feeling it. All right, let's try to redo this and stuff. But uh, uh, a lot of it Crazy. was pretty smooth transitioning. Now, when it really got rough is when we tried to incorporate Will and Vinny into oh, it. Oh, yes. And we were like, all right. We have every, <laughs> yeah. but, but you guys are very you limited. Can only have fire, you can only have wind, and they're like, they went on with it for a little bit, thinking they were gonna gain these other like powers and stuff, and they just never got into like, right, we don't want to do this. Let's go play sports or something. <laughs> yeah. Well, because we had to take the time to build these powers, and we yeah. were characters in this movie for a long time yes and so we couldn't just let some new characters come in and then then skip the whole storyline process yeah that takes out half the audience remember that doesn't make sense (laughs) resonate well we're the guys yeah that's hilarious and then i remember we do turns like if we weren't doing if if we weren't like doing our our story it'd be like all right what do we want to do we'll we'll take a turn doing what i want to do (laughs) and this was probably the worst part about myself as a kid is a lot of times we it'd be at your house with the creek and stuff our house with the creek and stuff and i would always manipulate it to where i like got two turns i started us off (laughs) and ended us and sometimes will got kicked out or somebody got kicked out and uh, yeah well at least you know that about yourself yeah That's yeah, you want to hear something crazy about that? Is I've told Jax this before. He doesn't remember. Jax started off as Turner. Yes, Turner I, was the better of the two yeah. people. Was the more powerful, more courageous one. We flipped it. I flipped it on. <laughs> I well, somehow I convinced him to make me Tanner instead. Yeah. You both I d- are <laughs> evil, maniacal <laughs> geniuses. I don't remember that. I always just remember being Tanner. I feel like I don't know. The I think it was early on. I knew I had to get it early on for it to like, you know, it's like Red Inception. It's made up. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you, you know, Inception, how you had to like plant the seed like three dream states down for it to like rise up and then for it to right. like, be effective. Yeah. That's where it was. <laughs> you tried to do. Uh, I don't know. For me, and this sounds so silly, but I always had like the t- the er, the pronunciation of the the U and the word Turner more associated with a dark haired mm. kind of bigger kid yes. like you were and then the pronunciation pronunciation of the A. And the ah and tan. I don't know why yeah. I just connected that. So I can see that. Every time I've I've yeah. thought of it, uh, and uh, that's about as far w- back as my memory goes with it. Well, I think the characters like develop differently over time, 
And that's what's what I think. This is, this is what would happen. Yeah. You always like the villains. Mm. You always like the Doctor Dooms and the Dark yes. Faders and stuff like that. Yes. And you, and you liked Anakin. It was a little scary. And you always <laughs> had this plot to like do something like so, like when ultimate yes. world takeover. Yeah, yeah. And I would have to like reel reel it back in and then <laughs> you'd be like, oh, okay, okay. Like I almost went to this side. Dark side. No. It's li- oh it's, I think yeah. This really came from Jax is always bringing you back. This to the this light. is this is what came from the third episode of Star Wars when Anakin did eventually flip to Darth Vader, and so we'd always like relate it back like okay. We have the the power to like have ultimate power and become bad, but like we we mm. fix the story and to where we were still the good guys. Aww, yeah, I, I completely forgot about that. Yeah, I always I, I remember we were by your pool outside of your house in Fabian, and you were like Doctor Doom, and you were about to oh, do like this yeah. crazy like world ending thing and i like threw you in the pool and you got like electrocuted <laughs> and like you, you came out and you're like okay like we're all good that's that's like one of the i literally remember that the, but the i wasn't i wasn't just dr doom no, i remember yeah. this clearly actually which is you insane know what would be so cute is if y'all wrote a kids movie based on that yeah. yes i think I'd, I've been wanting to do that. We've talked about that a couple times in here. Or write a book series. Yeah, series. Y'all should write a book, it could be a book series and turn it into a movie. Yeah. That'd be really cool, actually. We'd have to get some. We'd have to get with Steven Spielberg I, and get I think some rights. But it, the but cool part really. would be that you would be Kyler and Bailey in real life, these two little kids. But mm-hmm. then all of a sudden, they go into this imaginary yes. world, yeah, and so exactly. the the book and the movie would be these two colliding, and how y'all would really fight. In that imaginary mm. world, and it it would affect your real world together, yeah, but how you know how they affected one another, but in the end, because I think Jax and I had a couple breakups there. Oh yes, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yes, a few breakups. But I mean, as I close mean, as people are, yeah, yeah. it's bound to happen <laughs> for yeah. sure. And it, honestly, like looking at it from a kid's perspective, we pretty much included everything like kids' life for the most part, mm. like everything thing that you know was like cool and imaginative like we incorporated all of it adventure powers and it would be cool the progression of the books how it starts out with these little boys and how they think and then they get older and grow now yeah and then at the end of the series Mm -hmm. they actually take over the world (laughs) 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 you are reading this from your isolated pod that we have created that's funny. No, yeah. I, I remember that specifically, what you're talking about, the Doom scenario. Mm. It I had Doctor Doom's mask, but I had Dark Eco from Jack and Jack Daxter. And, Daxter. Yeah, 100%. That and purple. then I had the Silver Surfer surfboard. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know, a few other things. But it was like, I imagined it was like, I had a purple it. suit. Yeah. Like this like kind of diamondy looking, I don't know. I can see it. No, I, I can see that dark eco and your last book series, like can before you oh, it could end with like y'all two separating and being mm. in a fight, and the readers don't know how y'all are gonna come back together. Yeah, mm. and then y'all see each other in the the final book, and y'all will be men with families, mm. and you'll see each other, and you both have boys, and you're like, this is my son, and like if you're Turner and he's Tanner, 
you will have named your son Tanner, and he will have named his son Turner. Turner, and it comes full circle. Uh-huh. So I'll name my son Tanner. <laughs> I'm yeah, cool that's with that. That's a good name I'm for a boy. <laughs> yeah. I know multiple Tanners. <laughs> What's up, Turner? <laughs> Turner's not a yeah, bad Turner's name. Cute. It's unique. Actually, yeah. Now that I'm thinking about it. It'd be, it could be cute girls' names, too, because then you can bring that girl empowerment to it. Mm, yeah. Mm. I don't know about that. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I think I am going to have a girl, though. Well, when know. you did that if biology Lord wills lesson it. in middle school, oh, yeah. how you get a partner, mm. and Mrs. it's Stone. when you do your like, oh, I don't know how you do it, but you find out what the genetics, how many kids you're gonna have, and recessive genes. Yeah, and, and he, whatever partner he picked, they were gonna have four girls, and really? he said, "I need a new partner. <laughs> yeah. I need to do this again." And I still had two girls, and I think a boy. Yeah, and like three girls. <laughs> He's like, "I'm all done with this." <laughs> Yeah. I feel like I'm going to have both. Yeah. yeah, I'd like to have both, but I don't know. I've always – because I don't know. When I was younger, I was like, boy, like always boys, 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 right. boys, boys. But since I think I felt that so much, I think I'm going to have a girl. Well, I come like, from oh. a very large family of strong women. There mm. were, at one point, there were still 84 family members left on my mom's side when mm. I was, I don't know, in my 20s. like. And wow, there was maybe five men. Wow, all the rest are women. Kidding? And so when I found out I was pregnant, of course I was having a girl. That's all we mm. have is girls. And I remember when they the doctor said I was having a boy. I was like, no, <laughs> not that doesn't happen. <laughs> and I was, and I had no idea how to be a boy mommy, but I figured it out. Yeah, you're doing a good job. Thanks. <laughs> but yeah, I think that will be cool when it comes circle when we have kids and we tell them about this and they form their own imaginations mm-hmm. that would be a crazy book series it would right because it would be, be how so you'll make your millions adventurous but also so real and you can tie Especially, the lord into it yeah that's yeah exactly we totally what I was could about mm-hmm. to say because real we because if you think about it you parents are craving for something good for their kids well, to if, read and see if you think about it you two were a huge factor in my current faith mm. i would go to church with y'all remember yeah lakeline church we yep. would go and oh talk about the stories in that because my parents would go to uh shenandoah. go to shenandoah and i started going to lakeline because mm. i visited with y'all i was like this is the coolest church ever yeah. and it was in uh the high school the high school Leander. and so Jax and i we do this thing <laughs> where we go into the kingdom kids or whatever it was the the kids ministry there mm-hmm. And our mission was to break out and yeah. go explore the rest of the school because <laughs> cool. there's secret passageways all through that. Yeah. Le- the original Leander High School, yeah. it's not like they make them now to where it's all like, mm-hmm. you know, very planned and yeah. architecturally oh, designed. Mm-hmm. But the original Leander High School is like this collage of yes. ad- additions and all yeah. this stuff. It's where I went to high school. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. But that yeah. is another cool part is of our journey is hope went there too, right? Yeah. Yep. And my dad and my uncle and, that's and my part aunt of where you started to have that kind of seed planted in you, mm. which is really cool, actually. Yeah. And oh, that I, is wild, isn't it? And then I remember mm-hmm. he, since he was a year older, he got in that youth and I was still in the little kids. <laughs> oh, we, we didn't like that. So oh. I remember he broke me out a couple times. Yeah. And I got in there and Mark was like. All right, man, you can stay, I guess. I know we're breaking the I rules. remember that. I would go break him out. 
yeah. and I'd get because no, 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 because Dakota Kayla's in your grade, right? Or is he mine? Dakota and Tanner are in mine, but they weren't. Yeah, no, they they they, they started. Were with us. Yeah, they were in youth with us. But when it was like when <sighs> I was a little bit younger, I don't. Tara, they might have been. Tara, out. do you remember this? Whenever we went to youth camp at some college, I can't remember what college, <laughs> and it was me, Tanner, Sawish, Jax, Dakota, and Dakota, and then this one kid named Kyle. Okay, that's I was trying to figure out I who that Kyle. was. Is the one. Yeah. yeah, and we all stayed in a college dorm together. Mm-hmm. And we got monsters every night. Monster and Nas. We were, we were trying out all of them. Red Bull. Yeah. And and we had a huge pyramid of these yeah. cans. Oh, my word. And the last night, the Kyle kid yep. drank too much of them and just, like, pukes everywhere. all over. Everywhere. Like, and it barely missed us. Like uh, <laughs> literally, like, we were all laying down on the floor. A couple of us were on the beds. But, like. I think me, Bailey, Kyle, and rather Dakota or Tanner. One of them got a bed. One of them was on the floor. And it, like, made a perfect line, like a trail around all of our bodies. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but, like, it didn't get on any of us. We woke up. We're like, what the heck is going on? Nobody move. Nobody uh, move. So was that different than the one where everybody got the stomach bug and was throwing up everybody? Yes. Yeah. That was different. That really? Was, that was the same or the different one? I think that People might have been the same one. That was the same. Yeah, there was that big cafeteria that we went to. Uh, maybe there's. A, I remember there's a. I don't know, but that's that's one of the things that I think is so cool now because I didn't think I was gonna end up in youth ministry, mm. and yeah. I like honestly didn't want to do it, mm-hmm. and I remember we were there. It was last summer, and they had this big thing where we were focusing on. We're a base here in College Station. So it's treating College Station as if we were overseas on a mission trip. So we set up things in the same way. And one of the things was a day where all the places you could serve. And this girl, Charlie, that actually lives right down the street, got up there and she said, basically, if you hear something and you're like, there's no way I'm going to do that one, then you're probably supposed to do it. And I felt that instantly when Daniel Locke got up there, the youth pastor, and talked about youth. I was like, there's no way I would ever do that. And shortly after that, I walked up to him. I was like, hey, I think I have to do this. Mm -hmm. And thinking about the effect that youth camp had on our faith journey is incredible because we both got baptized after youth camp. Mm -hmm. Cool. Veterans. Veterans pool. Yeah, I remember that's that. That's awesome. By old Brian Lights. Mm-hmm. Shout out to that. Dude. Have you talked to him? Yeah, that church has blown up. They're doing so good. Remember when we Spirit did that filled. big fire back there? Like yeah. way in the back? That's where their church is. Huge. It is a brand new church. Huge church. Wait, fire in the back of the land? The land. Remember that? Mm. Those big fires when we went back there? It was like me, you, Will Boer. We went back there for a little bit, like explored around. Yeah. Yeah. The we were talking about putting a paintball course. <laughs> yeah. But now it's now that's it's there. a huge, big church. It says. Is it Life called Life Church? Life, church? Mm-hmm. Life, yeah. And you can see it off 183A. Yeah, wow. I'm proud of him for growing that. Oh yeah. Spirit filled, man. Yeah. It's a good church. Absolutely. 
I remember when he knocked that kid out. Oh yeah, that was at the same youth same camp. Same youth camp. We had a you big tell the story? pillow fight. Big pillow fight. Literally lined up about eight to nine kids on one side <coughs> of the hall dormitory. Eight kids on this and charged. Like we had people in the front with like big pillows. We had people in the back. Multiple churches. Because yeah. there was multiple. Uh, there was like multiple floors. Mm-hmm. And so what we actually did. This is crazy now that I think about it. We, we had a fun time. Uh, we'd get axe cans and we duct tape them at the top so they'd spray, and then we'd get on the elevator and we'd go to another church's floor and throw them out there like a grenade. Oh, no. <laughs> and then we'd go back down, Literally. and it was a multi-church, multi-floor pillow fight. So people would come up the elevators, would come out, and all these kids would yeah. run out with pillows. Oh, it was word. crazy, but it was so fun. So who and well, the, yeah, you want to tell it? And so I, I just want to tell one thing about it, and you can yeah, do it. Yeah. Is the there was it was really cold in these dorms the ac was on and so any type of tempurpedic pillow would get rock solid because it was cold that's all i'm gonna say (laughs) and and uh yeah brian is just like coming down the hallway and he's a big guy yeah Yeah, brian and uh pastor he's he's going for like this one kid and bigger he's the twins remember one is a bigger guy. Yes. And, and one then one's a, skinny. One was a tall, skinny guy. One was a shorter, bigger one. And he was going, and he was a little bit closer. So it would have been like a fast hit, but like not as far away. And so it would have, you know, hit him in the back of the head. And this kid ducks, and his brother is standing right there. <laughs> and I mean, like to the jaw with this temperpedic oh full swing and the kid i mean hits the deck oh and everyone's like knocked out everyone just like stops <laughs> and brian's just sitting there like oh what have i created <laughs> oh, no. here yeah and <coughs> dude and so i think that's where the the night had ended <laughs> at least the pillow fight wise yeah i mean it was a, it was a from that boom, and like oh, we were on word. the hall and we just saw it was like the king like taking <laughs> down like his opponent at the end, oh, and yeah. everyone just like, oh my god, <laughs> this is not we're done. <laughs> drop your pillows. It's time for bed. Yeah, he made it out though. I don't know. Well, the thing that made me remember those two when you said the twins is they went to Waterburger the next day, and I think they were running low on money because one of them had spent too much like yeah. at the uh, at the college and. All they had enough for were two NOS bottles and then a large Whataburger fry. <laughs> uh, no, no, just a lar- like a big, large Whataburger fry, and they had their NOS oh, left okay. over. So the next time, they're just sitting there drinking their NOS. <laughs> Didn't someone end up buying them food? I'm pretty sure. I think so, yeah. I mean, it was Christian camp, so one of them was willing to step up. Well, this has been fun, guys. Yeah. yeah, we have ants growing into my house, so we got to go to walmart and buy cool. some ant killer what time is it it is 806 oh crud yeah. we close at 8 30 all right bye bye that was fun did you record that